it's time once again for Sports Sidebar, covering sports for Northeast Ohio and sometimes even a little outside that area. Sports Sidebar, where we prove that a little knowledge is dangerous, but even less knowledge makes it a little easier to fill an hour. Now on to our hosts, Captain Bill and Dave. And good Tuesday afternoon, and it is a good Tuesday afternoon after what we experienced the end of last week again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, lots of... Lots of snows and snow shoveling, and I'm going to apologize in advance to our audience. Uh oh, uh oh, I'm on very low energy today. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, uh, yeah. I walk in expecting my coffee. Do I have it here? It is. It's right well, there. No, 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 no. No, oh, good, on, hot, come on. fresh coffee. You get any fresh, you'd have to slap one No, Valdez. well, I had to wait an hour for it. I mean, oh, uh, yes, it, an hour. Uh, so. That caffeine has not kicked in. So, yeah. So if I nod off, it's your fault. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. just telling you that. I've I, been married long enough to know it's always my fault, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, I can agree on, on that. I mean, it, it, sometimes it's just not worth it. No, you just uh, say. Just okay. You're right. I mean, I got an argument today, and she was saying it was two years, and it was, you know, first of all, she was arguing that, our cat had an echocardiogram, and we always do it in November. For some reason, we couldn't schedule November, mm-hmm. so we had to schedule it in January. Well, she mm-hmm. did not remember that. Mm-hmm. So I only mentioned, I mentioned it once, and she blew it off. And I mentioned when I got a second test from CVS saying that our cat, which is on heart pills, so there's no more refills on here. You'll need to. Uh, how old is this cat? I, we don't. It was a stray. So oh. we don't know exactly how old it was yeah. when we got it. But this poor guy has no teeth, and oh. he has no, and he has, and now he's got glock, uh, uh, the onset of uh, cataracts. Uh, uh, cataracts, yeah. and so that, uh, now he gets that, that, that would that be appropriate. For it a would cat. be for a cat. cat. You have cataracts, cataracts. but uh, so now he's getting he gets a quarter of a heart pill twice a day, and like Eliquis or something like that, something or? like that. <laughs> and then See, and then that's he not gets cheap. Oh, actually, the one that we got is oh, that must maybe, be a, yeah, a yeah. generic one or something. Generic, yeah. But uh, uh, and then now he's on eye drops for for four eye drops a day. Oh, and, those are expensive. And half a pill a day. So, yeah, that's like, that's more expensive, far more expensive. You than know, uh, just when because uh, it's been a while now since our Gabby girl uh, died. Um, she uh, she had all kinds of problems as well. But she, one of them, she was blind mm-hmm. for about four years before she passed on, and but her eyes were. She had cataracts and glaucoma, mm-hmm. and the drops were just outrageous. I mean, yeah. the, and we found those drops in Canada, Ooh. a Canadian pharmacy, and was much cheaper than. Did you have to have a prescription for those? Yeah, you do, oh, but okay. they, you know they do. because we usually buy it there at the, you, at you the, can at the veterinary. The, you can get the prescription and send it off to. Um, Fax it or, or not fax it, but scan it and send it up to them. As long as they got it, they, yeah. they, they'll, and it was at least half price off. Yeah, at least, and it's generic. What it, right, they, right. they they get their drugs into generic form a lot faster than the United States, who right. is who the pharmaceutical clearly owns every politician alive. <laughs> yes, yes, because they can't change the laws to make it cheaper. No. They just simply can't. Nope. I mean, when they had the Medicare uh, Part D, uh, they put in there, you cannot negotiate lower prices. I mean, right. come, come on, right. why not? Uh, because they do it for the Veterans Administration. They, right. They, but no, no. You would think that with tens of millions of people that could possibly get their prescriptions, well, you know, they would have some, some clout there. And you'd think the, 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 the power of ARP, you know. Yeah, well, they're millions, trying. Millions they, of ARPs, ARP people. Yeah, I'm an ARP. I'm, I just I became really an ARP. Need, I just because I, I turned fifty. I, I need to, I need to become an ARP uh, because uh, it's you, cheap. You get it's some great right. deals too. You, know? you at Denny's. I might not. Oh, really, you get more than just your birthday. Yeah, you, I think you get like a ten percent discount at Denny's. Ooh. Yeah, I'm just well. Yeah, I'm sure if you went onto the website and saw all the great deals. Yeah, I, I'm waiting. You know, you know I'm what? waiting for the right freebie to come along before I well, sign up. Well, another good freebie is uh, I, I don't know what phone system you're on. I'm a consumer cellular, which is no, I'm, no. Y- you get a five percent discount off yeah. that, which uh, 
we love consumer cellular. It's a very good system. And it runs back, back piggyback on AT&T and T-Mobile, so it um, depends yeah. on what kind of plan. I have, I have T-Mobile, but I have, I have a senior plan with that. I do. My I'm wife, not eligible for senior. Well, okay. Let's see, I have a senior plan for that. So basically for about uh, 27 bucks a month, including tax, I get everything, unlimited everything. Well, that's excellent. That's, that's wonderful, yeah. Yeah, Because yeah. my wife and I both have a plan because we both have a phone. It's like 53 bucks. A month. That's about what we pay for both. Okay. And, and I, I get uh, 10 gigabytes, too. Yeah, I get unlimited. Unlimited Unlimited. And, I, and I'm on 5G. Ooh. Oh. woo I don't know what that means. I've never used... Well, it, what it means is if you have a 2, 3, or a 3G, a, two, a 2G or 3G, that means your phone doesn't work anymore. Oh, well, it still works, <laughs> so it must be a 4G. So it's I, probably I, a 4G. But, uh, yeah, but uh, it's... Uh, planned obsolescence. Well, they sold off, and actually, it was. Isn't it five G ultra wide now too, or they're pushing that five G ultra wide? I don't know what ultra wide means. Well, I don't. You're, they're, they're, you're a lot b- bigger tech guy than I am. Yeah, I, I don't know what ultra wide means. It sounds like an advertising thing, like like when uh, Wonder Bread said, "Wonder Bread builds your body in eight important ways." Yeah. You know why the FTC made them stop saying that? No. Because so does every other white bread. Well, well, they, <laughs> if they state the obvious, though. they stated the all they were doing was well, getting the back to your poor cat. Is he okay? Well, uh, yeah. Getting back, at what it was is she kept saying it was two years since he had it. No, it was last January, you know, instead of February. But that's been two years. No, honey, it was. Uh, I just gave up and I just shut up because actually, from last January to now, it was still. Only one year, and and probably less than one month since he had it oh. last checked. So, how do they give a cat a necrocardiogram? I honestly don't know how they do it. Uh, they couldn't do it to my one cat because just the one cat is just so daggone nervous all the time. Anyway, yeah. If, if she sees you looking at her, she runs the other way. Mm. Uh, so we don't even bother with her I, anymore. I can understand that. Where, well, I mean, if she looks at anybody, yeah. not just me. <laughs> Um, so, but, uh, uh, it had a heart murmur, so that's why we keep checking him. And, yeah. Uh, Gabby had that too. It was something called, I, it was a, it was a heart medicine for dogs, uh, betamenonine or something like that. This is actually a human heart medicine medication. Oh. And I split each pill into four pieces. It gets one in the evening, one in the morning. Yeah. But because well, we love our pets, don't we? Oh, we do, we do. Oh, by the way, yes. Since we, our Lizzie girl, yes, our golden lab mm-hmm. will turn twelve tomorrow. Twelve, really? 12. No, yes, really, yes. It doesn't seem. <laughs> it doesn't seem possible, does it? <laughs> doesn't. No, twelve years old, and she's. Is that she, in Lauren Green years or dog years? Those are dog. I mean, those are human years. <laughs> so that she's, I guess, eighty four. Ah. Um, it depends. I don't know. Some people say that chart, that seventh thing for every human area, it's it's not accurate. But I don't know. She's got arthritis, so she has to get Rimadol. But thank goodness they have generic Rimadol. Yeah, yeah. I might take it. <laughs> there you go. You know, it can't hurt. I realized it, when I fell off that ladder and hurt myself pretty oh, bad, yes. she, they they told me something I didn't know. They said, well, you know, you got some some pretty good uh, uh, arthritis in your back. I said, no, I didn't know that. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the worst thing you can do sometimes is go to the doctor because they tell you all the stuff wrong with you. Feeling, I felt good till I went to the doctor. Say with my brother-in-law, he, he went to the doctor and he found out he had a diaphragm problem. Oh, he, yeah, uh, I, really? yeah okay. I, I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, it's it's. It's nothing serious, but he has to get it treated for some reason. That's what I get for going to the doctor. Every time I show up, they find something. They find, well, they, yeah, they, they'll find another way to, to, to treat you and to, to charge you. Yeah. Right? Well, I can't, echocardiogram for a cat can't be cheap either. I think it's close to $400. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm serious, yeah. You know. I don't know how we got on this, but we, 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 uh, well, the Bengals are cats. The Bengals are cats. There you go. And, 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 uh, I took her in for her senior, my God, it was $390 for her senior blood work, her 
fecal test uh, and yeah, I think our, our, even the cat fecal test, test itself has gone up like to $69 just for that one test. Yeah. I wish they t- I, I'm going to get online and do it myself. There you go. Uh, well, <laughs> send it to those people where you, you know, send them to colon Oh, colon guard, yeah. Colon guard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come back, you're fine. Thanks. Well, no, but you got worms. <laughs> uh, I, I, and and I, I, I knew I should have been taking that invectamin. <laughs> no, I mean I, I was shocked. I was shocked to see. Of course, part of that was her heartworm medicine, which is expensive too. I mean, mm, yeah. I don't think any decent heartworm would be around right now in this cold. Do you? No, no, no. But I only got a six-month supply. And I, one, one day, uh, the, this, the doctor who retired came up. He says, you know, according to the Heartworm Association. I said, wait a minute. There's a Heartworm there's, Association? Do they have like a lawyer or something? Or? I said, yeah, there's an actual Heartworm uh, Association of America recommends year-round. Well, of course they would. Of course they would. They want you to. They want you to buy this stuff. Uh, yeah, and it's headed up by the different heartworm uh, manufacturers. Heart guard. It's heart guard. Yeah, heart guard is yeah. what they call it. And sure, they want you to have it uh, a year round. Give me a break. Come on, Doc. Any decent worm is not going to stick around in January no. around here. Come on. They'll burrow back out in the spring, maybe, yeah. but not. Well, it's not that. It's really not that prevalent, anyway. But it is devastating if you yes. do get it. So you, you got it's one of those yeah. preventive things, right? Like vaccines. Like vaccines. Like vaccines, yeah. Like the Cleveland Browns winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it's been an interesting week. It's uh, been even a very the- interesting week, almost yeah. from the time we signed off. Uh, uh, Brian Flores, who was the coach who was fired from the Miami Dolphins after one losing season and two winning seasons. Yeah, two winning in a row. Missed, he just like last year, at 10 at, at 10 and, and 6, I don't, he, I don't know how he missed the playoffs, but he missed the playoffs last year. He missed the playoffs this year with a 9 and 7 record, and uh, they fired him, which made no sense to me, except that now that he's suing the NFL and. Uh, uh, for racial discrimination. For, for racial discrimination. Yeah, he. You know, I, I was, I had it on my mind, but I was dulled because I didn't have any coffee. Yes, you know, I, I, I came in here in, in a haze. And I haze, I tell you. It was a purple haze, though. Let but me I'll, I'll warn everybody. <laughs> purple haze. I have one of their records. Isn't that uh, na na na? Uh, never mind. I, I forgot the. That's that's one of those sixty. Um, yeah. Groups. That, yeah. You know, smoke marijuana and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Brian what I said Fl- you came in in a purple haze. That's what it. Purple haze. So, yeah. so. Um, Brian Flores was fired, and he was interviewed for the New York Giants position head coach. Mm-hmm. But he finds out that um, he was, he, according to what I have read, that he was interviewed under false pretenses that he was really a legitimate candidate for the New York Giants coaching job. But then Bill Belichick, I yeah. think, uh, uh, sent an email to the wrong e- guy. Sent an email or text to the wrong Brian. And uh, they had the guy locked up when they interviewed him. This obviously upset Brian Flores. Yeah. And because he felt that he may have been fired um, for not cooperating with the owner. Which he. Uh, uh, on losing. Yeah. At, and, and then, and then, like you said, he may have been hard to work with. That's an allegation that we don't know is true or not. And he just decided. Whoever lawyer he got, it was ready-made. I mean, this thing was boom. Yeah. Uh, I think he started working on it as soon as he got fired. I think so. It had to be. I mean, there's plenty of civil but, rights lawyers out there. But I, I have to tell you right now, I think he's blown in any chances, certainly of this year, maybe ever, being hired as an NFL coach now. Because what owner would want a guy that's going to turn around and sue the league and sue the team? I guess uh, that's to be determined. And I guess part of it is that he looks across the NFL and 60-plus percent of the players in the NFL are Mm African-American. And there's just, right now, one. One head coach 
who is African American, and that's Mike Tomlin from Pittsburgh. I, I, that's what there, there, he was fired, and I can't think of another African American coach. Um, I mean, there, there have been others. There have been others, but he's saying, look at, we have 60% of the players. There's very few, a handful, like, um, our general manager, uh, the Cleveland Browns general manager, is right. uh, African American, and a couple, I think, a couple other ones as well. So uh, and there's a lot more assistants and and uh, assistants now that are, are, are yeah. I I I don't know if any of the it, new crops so far have been uh, black coaches. I know that Brian Leftwich, who was the Offense coordinator for Tampa Bay was a hot commodity. I, I, I don't know. But anyway, he's out, he's alleging and he says, here's the proof. Look at, look at the, how many head coaches are there? Even if there was three or four out of 32 with these, the amount of players that, that are black, that, uh, there is just incremental, um, discrimination within the NFL. Of course, they deny it. And we'll see what happens. I don't know what the remedy is. And the remedy is, um, I mean, there's the Rooney Rule, right? The Rooney Rule they, they requires do have to, to at least interview. Interview, and uh, and I think a lot of black coaches resent that in some respect that they're interviewed, knowing going up there that they they're just checking a box. What, what's his name? The the one guy that took the fall for uh, Jimmy Haslam was African American. He was the general manager for Ray Ray Farmer. Yeah, Ray Farmer, player and, and general manager, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, let's face it, longevity is not a big thing in the NFL for, but a select few of coaches. Yeah, because um, majority of teams there's a aren't lot. good because there's so much instability. You know, how many coaches have the Jets had? In the last time, how many coaches have we had in the last <laughs> twenty years? You know, yeah. how many coaches has, you know, uh, uh, well, you look at that, I mean, the most stable in the world is Pittsburgh. Yeah. Who's had three coaches their entire existence. That's right. That's right. And Good or bad or indifferent, the the seasons they had, three coaches, they don't ever fire their head coach. Well, Mike Tomlin, even though he was criticized by a lot of Steeler fans, including my brother, has never had a losing season. No. So what can you, you, you can't, can't you can't no. I mean there and you've had a quarterback in the last two years with quote diminishing skills. Uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And they need to rebuild. And I'm sure the Steelers organization, being the most stable, probably in the NFL, will come back um, very soon. I maybe a year, two, three years, but in the meantime, our division has. Baltimore and the Bengals going the Bengals. to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, uh, and then after all that came out, Hugh Jackson, yes, came out and said, "Hey, I got bonuses for really doing yeah. bad." And then we when was he, part of a plan. Then when he went on CNN with Anderson Cooper, said they they actually because actually Flores said they offered him a hundred thousand yeah. dollars for every loss. Yeah, and he said that they actually tell you to lose. It's no. I understood the plan. The first two years, this, there would be no Brian Flores. No, no, this was uh, uh, Hugh, Jackson. Hugh Jackson. He said, uh, "I understand. I understood the plan. The plan was the first two years there was absolutely no emphasis on winning. We were going to have the youngest team. We we're going to collect the draft picks." And uh, well, you know, he did a good job. He, uh, yeah, of not getting the wins. <laughs> yes, he did. And uh, and he didn't get bonus for every game, but at the end of each season, he got. Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars bonus for for the first year having one win and the second year having no wins. And yeah. uh, um, well, this Kimberly Demra, Demra. Now that's her his assistant. And, yeah, a part of the Hugh Jackson. Oh, Hugh Jackson. Fonda- yeah, foundation, uh, foundation. Basically said they they paid him for for losing. And, and they have the proof. And they have the proof, and she was adamant. I don't know, doesn't Mike Lindell say he's got all the proof in the world? Who? Mike Lindell, the pillow guy. He says he's got all the proof uh, about the elections being stolen. Oh, the guy from the pillow company? Yeah, the pillow, oh. my, the my pillow guy, yeah, yeah. Where is it then? 
I, you know what? He's, you would think he doesn't he would... want to give it to that nasty media people. Okay, so who's he going to give it to? Um, oh, come on. There's, hold there's it a, until the important time there, there, There are other networks that would be glad to, to broadcast that information. So, But you got to have it first. And, and so that's <laughs> yeah. why, you know, I don't know whether. I was just kind of comparing that to does he really oh, have any. Oh, Mike Lenny. Yeah, I wonder how his company. Of course, he's probably made his millions and billions. Um, uh, For a while there, so many of the stores even took his product out of the stores and yeah. things like that. So. Well, you don't see it on mainline networks no. anymore. And I know they were. Uh, they are they, back they on were, Fox. They were they were removed from even Fox News, but they're back uh, again. Okay, so. but. The Indians, uh, Tom Hamilton did uh, uh, spots for them prior to 2020. Yeah. So. Anyway, I was just kind of comparing that yeah. to, to, yeah, we, we a, got the proof. Yeah, well, you know, maybe you uh, should, uh, we'll show it to the commissioner if he ever asks us. Well, maybe Lindell has the proof on, uh, on, 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 on for Brian, you, for you. Yeah. Maybe that's where it is. <laughs> that's where it is. Good Did, luck, Hugh. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hugh Jackson now is the head coach of the Grambling football team, a historically black college, which has turned out a lot of good players. Yes. So that'll be interesting. He, again, he's made enough money as a head coach to be comfortable the rest of his life. I think he wants to rehabilitate. If he wanted to rehabilitate himself, I don't think he should have joined in on this conversation. But if he turned around and started producing. NFL players out of Grambling, you know, continue yeah. to do that. Yeah. What they were doing, he could have rehabilitated his reputation well, a bit. A, he's not a young guy anymore, so this may be something that he wanted to do all along. And he was a decent uh, assistant coach and a you know, and halfway decent head coach for Oakland. And it came to a mess here. Mm-hmm. Let's face it, he came to an absolute disaster. Yeah, and where he. Answer to the owner's wife instead of the general manager, and, you, and that has never happened before no, in the National no, Football League. No. So, uh, I think the league got to the Haslam's and said, "Listen, you want to keep this franchise, get pros in here, okay?" And they've been doing that for the last couple of years. They have. Uh, anyway, it, it it it's going to be interesting to see how this lawsuit plays out if it ever gets to to. Uh, court these things tend to go away uh, like colin kaepernick's uh yeah he took a settlement he eventually took a settlement, and i eventually. guess it was substantial and and you know he was another guy who goes uh, he created a controversy then he tried to backpedal and then he went double down on it and and so again he was kind of labeled an uncooperative guy and as many Teams that had bad quarterbacks really didn't even give him serious look. And then when they had some, he set up, they set up a place for him to go have a big tryout. And other teams were going to go there. He says, no, I'm going to do it over here. And you can come over here or not go in. And nobody showed up there. But yeah. he, they, so he's a guy that continued to shoot himself in the foot. Well, I think his cause was worthy. I don't think that what he did. Taking a taking a knee in in silence, was one thing, and then he got to a point that's that a military person. He talked to a military person, and the person said, "I find that really disrespectful. You taking a knee, although that's what people do when they pray." Um, so he, he stood there and he bowed his head. Yeah, and people still had a problem with that. Yeah, well, nevertheless, I think he was quote in many respects quote in the media blackballed too. Um, but he wasn't. But again, he, he wasn't a fantastic quarterback. No, he was. He was a. He was a, a pretty he, good college quarterback. And he was and when an he, average to. And when above he average. had Harbaugh there, because he had a coach before Harbaugh and a coach after Harbaugh. Yeah. The coach before Harbaugh had him riding the bench. Mm-hmm. Harbaugh, who was a college, college coach, came in here and put a college system in to back him up, and he succeeded for that one year. Mm-hmm. The second year, he didn't do as well. Harbaugh says, I'm not resigning. He went back to, to coach Michigan. at Michigan, yeah. Michigan, and that team up north. And then he, uh, and then Kaepernick only got a couple other chances to, to start, but he didn't do that well when he started because mm-hmm. they were starting an NFL offense, not a college offense. Uh, and uh, anyway, you know, I, I, I think his cause was 
given some of the circumstances around it. People just got too overblown by it. But anyway, he, he listened to that veteran, stood up and bowed his head. I mean, come on. I mean, it's it's sometimes we're oversensitive about certain things. We are. And because guess what? The world's not going to come to an end if you take a knee. No. And, and, and he course, did it in silence. He didn't like he'd turn his back to it and, no. and made faces at the crowd or anything. No. He silently took a knee as a protest to how... And if that was the only thing and nobody made a big deal out of it, it may have only lasted a game or two. and that would Right. Have, but it, since they made a big game out of it, got, then all the yeah, other players wanted to join in on solidarity. Yeah. Not all of them, but many of them did. Yeah, and, and you had the, the president at that time make a big deal out of it. Yep. So... You know, after he was um, cut, he wasn't able to get another job. And there were other quarterbacks that weren't as good as him picked up and never him. So, there, you know, uh, there's there's probably some question about uh, his particular case. But he's not going to suffer financially either. Now he's into doing shows and things like well, that. Well, and, and he also had sponsors that didn't leave him either. No. So, no. you know, uh, so he made... Probably more money off that than he did in the NFL. He made some decent money in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he really has to, to worry about anything. No. You know, it just reminds me, black athletes, uh, um, I got, I watched this through, uh, uh, David Flicks. David Flicks, uh, gave me this, uh, King Richard. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that David Flicks is. <laughs> And, and it's about the Serena Williams, Vanessa Williams, how they grew up. His, their father was uh, just he, – he hovered over them. And, and, he was and, a stage mom. He, he was a stage mom. He, in, he, in the he, tennis variety. He, he, but he really pushed a work ethic that um, allowed their talents to flourish. But he, he went overboard in many, many situations. But – here was a couple black girls from Compton, you know, the, the uh, poorer area of the Los Angeles uh, mm-hmm. area, and how they were able to overcome some of the things they did to become, well, the best two tennis players in, in women's history. And yeah. and probably the most renowned a- a women athletes of all sports to accomplish what they have yeah. done. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, but even their talent didn't overcome some of the problems that they, they faced at certain country clubs and tournament events and, and things like that. I mean, one particular – they were looking for a coach, a legitimate coach to to upgrade their skills because he could only take them so far. Right. And he went to several different – and said, well, maybe you should try basketball. Hmm. Maybe you should try this. They never – and so they, they faced obstacles too. So – there are problems out there. There are yeah, absolutely, and, and, and not denying that. Yeah, and uh, and certainly more. And they overcame them. Yeah. Some some don't. Some don't overcome them. And and now Serena Williams, gosh, she or Vanessa Williams, she making tons of money on ads and yeah, and, and good for her. Yes, I mean they 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 are they are um, they set up foundations and things like that. So they uh, and their mother had a lot to do with it too. It was a very good movie. I recommended Will Smith. You can't go wrong with Will Smith. Right, uh, right. Um, But some of the the neighborhood they lived in and the tennis courts they had to practice on, you know, were, were potholed and everything else. But they overcame that. And and uh, so anyway, I I I don't know what's going to come of this. Of course, the Browns are claiming absolutely false that they purposely asked you to. They did have a four-year plan. They did have a four-year plan. And the yeah. first two years of the plan was they're not going to win. They're going to be a young team. Yeah. Build on that youth and get collect draft picks, and which course, is what they did. Yeah, and they but the the, the organization's absolutely denying that they purpose. Well, but and I don't maybe well, it's not when Cooper Anderson said, did they actually at any point ask you or tell you to lose or tell you would be paid for each loss? He says, no, that was never what I, what I understood was their four-year plan. That's yeah. what he always fell back on. And in and, and, and implementing the plan, the, the Jimmy Doofus, also known as the Haslam, 
said, well, he's doing a pretty good, darn good job of blowing this, uh, 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 not doing well. Uh, part of the plan. So they gave him bonuses for yeah. doing badly. He, he made a million and a half dollars on bad performance of this team. Well, why don't you give me any money for being bad sometimes? Uh, I got a buck and a half. I mean, that's why I think. That's why you didn't give me coffee today. That's the reason. Uh, you got coffee You're today. You're getting paid off for me to be bad. You, no, no, you got... You well... Got. After uh, now it's finally kicking in. Oh, I uh, see. see. But uh, my goodness gracious, <laughs> I can't believe it. You, David, after all these years, as we start our fifteenth year, some days are a little slower than other days. That's all I can say. <laughs> so I, I guess we said there's some other news too about football. Uh, of course, Forrest says he won't drop it even if he is hired as a head coach. So, so what would that make somebody want to hire you? It won't. I don't know much about this man. I, I don't. I don't know how he got to be head coach in Miami. I, I, All I, I know is he showed results after the first year of losing, the second year he won, the third year he won. Then he was fired. I wish him luck. Um, but I, I think there is a core of black coaches out there that are doing really good jobs as coordinators. And let's face it, you have to be pretty sharp guy to be an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator. I mean, yeah. the, the plans, the schemes, and all this kind of stuff. Um, uh, and, well, but there's a big step, though, between well, being a coordinator. You're a coordinator, you're pretty much uh, uh, assigned to the offense, and you don't have overall personnel decisions to make for the whole team. And, and that step, even for... White coaches can be difficult. Right. Like, like, Kitty Kit, uh, uh, Kitchens, Freddie Kitchens couldn't. He couldn't handle it, no. He couldn't handle it. But he'd never been more in the positions coach in his That's life. Right. Yeah. And then he went, then he went, and then he was thrust into an offensive coordinator, and then he was thrust into a coach. Yeah. Head coach. And he just was not ready. I don't really, no, I don't think really he'll ever be a head coach one. again. I don't think he, after I, this experience, why would he? I no. mean, he's, he's, you can make a darn good living. I mean, he was, he had a three year contract, I think, when he became head oh, coach. Sure. So, it, and they do about five or six million a year. So, $16 million, if you can't handle that. And then, and then he gets hired and he still gets to work. Yeah. And he's I mean, still with a, the Jets, right? An assistant coach makes two or three million dollars a year. Uh, a, a coordinator, probably about five. Yeah, I don't think he's a coordinator though. No, he's a, he was. A, I don't know where he's at now. I thought he was at the Jets. But. He, he he could still be. I, I don't. That's a mess too. That's the, a complete mess. So, anyway, um, we were talking last week about who would replace Doug Deacon. Yes. on the radio, and a name came up that I didn't think of at the time. I didn't think of it either. Yeah, Joe Thomas. Joe uh, Thomas yeah. shows interest in it. He shows interest, and he's either. very articulate, and he does that podcast and uh, with a friend I, of his. I don't. I, I guess I didn't. I've, I've never heard it, but uh, my son listens to it. He says it's pretty. Oh, good. he's he's good. I mean, he has got a podcast. He's involved in the NFL Network. He's a very busy guy, and but he apparently would make time to um, be the analyst for the radio program. I think he'd be an excellent choice. I think he too. would. Yes, and again, one of the requirements you had was that he'd be a, an ex-player. Oh, you have to have an ex-player as a football analyst. You, you, you just have to. It's And and who knows the Browns, Browns better than him? I mean, what was he, 12 gone. seasons without even missing a snap until he got injured? Until he got injured. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, and when he becomes eligible in two or three more years, no doubt about it, everybody says he's going to be. Yeah. So I, I, I don't I, – I think he would be an excellent candidate. I, I, I don't know yeah. who's in the running. They haven't come out with. They haven't uh, said who candidates are or who has applied or anything. I'm sure they've had a lot of people show interest, and we have no idea who they are. No, no, and that's pretty much up to uh, the doofuses who make that decision. I think. Yeah, they probably would make the decision, and (laughs) they will probably get. Well, you know, somebody. You can say this about Joe Thomas. He never really openly criticized them. No, and he was so a therefore, and he was a team guy and a team player, and uh, played hard and played his heart out as long as he could. Then said, "Now you know this is a uh, something I just can't do to this level anymore," and and retired from it. And uh, because he never criticized ownership, that puts him 
and played for him uh, as long as he I think it puts him in a pretty good spot. Yeah. The, that doesn't mean his final word, but I'm just saying no. it puts him in a better spot than a lot of people. Well, that and you have to wonder whether or not as well a um, they would look to diversify that um, position too. Yeah. That, that must be something that they'll have to consider. Well, and that's why, you know, when we mentioned Josh Cribbs, Josh that was, Cribbs. A, was Josh a, a, a Cribbs would thought. be very good. Two, um, the only thing is that I say everything's equal every, every, on, on the same level. An offensive lineman are usually the smartest guys on the team, regardless of what race they are. They're, they're the smartest guys on their team. Okay. Because they 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 have to uh, know every play inside and out because they kind of orchestrate where the blocks are going. Right, and, right. and that's why Doug Deacon was so great. I mean, they are um, really um, the backbone of the offense. So Josh was a. Uh, a returner for punts, an excellent one. Right. Uh, the best and, in the and a quarterback to start. And a quarterback, too. So he would be an excellent candidate. Right. Because I don't think he ever quarterbacked for the Browns, but he no. certainly was. He threw a couple passes he, in, a, in, in, in college. The, in, he did a good job. And Because he, he was right knew, here in Kent. Yeah, he was right and, here in Kent. And he knew uh, all the playbooks. So that would be a tough decision. He did a few Wildcats. Plays, he but did no, Wildcat, yeah, too. So yeah. it, it would be an interesting decision if it came down to those two. Bernie Kozar, but again, Bernie kind of burned his bridges with the uh, ownership. With yeah. the ownership. But it's got, I can't think of anybody else that, um, unless they get At some, this point in Bernie's... It's got to be a Brown, too, you don't know, you think? I would hope. It's got to I mean, be a Brown. Yeah. Because um, Josh came back here, this is his home. Joe Thomas never left, this is his home. You know, I, you know, most of the analysts are quarterbacks. Um, yeah, yeah. And because they, 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 they have to know both sides of the, uh, of the, of the line of scrimmage. They have to know where the defenses are going to scheme against them and they have to know the plays. It's like a catcher almost, the catcher, yeah. a catcher in baseball. So I, I, I don't know who, who they're going to pick. They didn't consider me. Or me. Nor you. Yeah. I don't know Even why. after my one successful I season <laughs> as as in Little Leopards football. Yeah, yeah. I I was a bench warmer for St. Vincent's <laughs> for all four years I was there. My brother was an outstanding player. Maybe by he rubbed off on me a little bit. Okay, yeah. But um, so it's going to be a professional offense. <laughs> 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 and, and so that's interesting. Who gets the gig? And I guess, I guess they have plenty of time to figure that out. It's not like. They have to train somebody. They right, just right. have to know the the, the Browns playbook uh, pretty well. And what else? Oh, McKinley, the McKinley grad, Josh McDaniel, Josh McDaniel from, from McKinley from Canton. He's going to be the head now, coach. He of had, the Raiders. Uh, you know, actually, before we get to the oh, okay, was, he he had spent a short time, two seasons, or a season and a half as coach of the uh, Denver Broncos. That's right, he did. And Denver Broncos somehow got thrown into the Flores. Situation as well. I think maybe because they had an opening and they hired they hired Josh McDaniel. Now tell me, is there anybody that was an assistant or coordinator who's more qualified to try out for a head coaching job than Josh McDaniels? No, he's done an excellent job with um, New England. He went to Denver. It didn't work out, and but it, that normally happens. Right, the first time. You, you, yeah, you, you normally have to be fired once, uh, and and then. It, you know, Andy Reid was a very successful coach for Philadelphia, but he ran his course there. Yes. And went on to uh, do pretty well for, so far with Kansas. So far, he hasn't run out. Bruce Aaron. He hasn't too. worn out his welcome there yet. Bruce, uh, uh, Mike Tomlin is uh, an exception, but they stay with their coaches. Right. They never let anybody no. go. Um, just think of other head coaches too that were fired and and uh, and brought back. So that's interesting. They <laughs> speaking of. Well, Josh McDaniels so. is going to uh, to to Denver. No, no, no. No, he's going, he's going to, to Oakland. Oakland. No, no, he's not going. He's to going Oakland. to Las oh, Vegas. Well, I, I Las know. Vegas. Uh, Oakland has a team now. Yeah, yeah, they, they have one that moved. 
I, it's going to take me about three more years before the Las Vegas Raiders rolls oh, off. How my about l- the Guardians? Huh? You know, uh, well, <laughs> what about that team from Washington? The Commanders. Oh, please. They had at least three years to come up with a name, and they came up with the Commanders? I, 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 I guess I am. I haven't even I, seen the logo. Do they even have a logo? Yeah. Three years. The Commander. Do they have a do they have I, a I logo? Seen logo. I, I haven't seen a logo. I haven't seen a logo. So three years to come up with a lousy name and no I, logo. I, I, sh- I should have kept it the Washington football team. Actually, I didn't have a problem with that. No. No. It's better than Garden. It's better than Commanders. <laughs> Commanders? Give me a break. No, it's not better than Guardians. It's no better than What's Guardians. Wrong? I would have it's preferred the Commanders over the Guardians any day. At least the command. No, you would have accepted Com- the Commodores. Commodore. Not- well, yeah. it began with a C. <laughs> uh, so does Commie. <laughs> the claim of communists would have been better than. <laughs> I mean, you could have come up with red uniforms and, and sickle and hammers on your. Uh, you would have been. A- Show your strength. Comrades. Claim it, comrades. Anything, Garden. <laughs> Uh, so this, anyway, this uh, uh, yeah, with the Washington Commanders, I I guess I'm not upset one way or no, the other because you're not your team. No, if they were your team, I'd be upset be sure. if they changed the Buffalo Bills because it's named after well, me and the, my dad. Yeah, right, right, and I don't think they're they're going to do that. Uh, no, no. Gosh, if they charge you know, like, like Buffalo Davids or something like that, I would be really upset. <laughs> I'm just trying, you know, I don't know why the picture of me and my dad aren't on the uniforms. Where where does the Buffalo have anything to do with Bills? I know there was Buffalo Bill Cody. Maybe that had something to do with it. I, I, I don't know. Well, there are Buffalo, the Buffalo Bisons, you know, and Buffalo Bills. Yeah, there's a, yeah the, well, the Buffalo is different than a Bison. The Buffalo is different than a Bison? Oh, yeah, yeah. I learned that going out west. What we have in the United States... I think you were buffaloed. <laughs> no, we don't... A buffalo, a bison is not a buffalo. A bison? So what is a bison? A bison is a bison. It's not a buffalo. It's not a buffalo. I, a buffalo is like a water buffalo. And those are buffaloes over there in Africa. We don't have buffaloes oh, here. Oh, okay. So what we have are, are bison over here. Now, That's right. We, we don't have, have any buffaloes. We have buffaloes, no. The buffalo. The buffalo is the swamp creatures that, uh, with the horns. That's my understanding. I went to the Yellowstone National Park and they had a whole seminar about buffaloes not being buffalo or bisons not being buffaloes. Now they're impressive animals. They are. Impressive. I wouldn't want to stand in front of one of them. Oh no, they, they can kill you. Yeah. And one, when we were there, wandered into the courtyard of the, the national park. And they had a cordon offer because they had a whole bunch of people from overseas. <laughs> and they, they all went to, up to the cameras. Yeah, they wanted to get right up close. <laughs> and, 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 and they reminded somebody that uh, the year before, a buff, a bison. A bison. A gored a guy to death. He just I mean, he didn't do it intentionally. The, you know, all they had to do is swing their head up and that horn goes right through you. Yeah. And they didn't do anything to the bison. They you know, sometimes euthanize them because... But the bison was just doing what bison do. They just wanted it's to... It's at home. It's his home. They wanted to chew grass. That's all. The grass was nice there. And all these, so they had to get all these rangers to circle around so no idiots would go out there. Get close enough. Get close enough. So. To, to tick off a, a bison. Bison. So anyway, getting back to the... Buffalo Bills, this really should be the Bison Bills. It should be the Bison Bills. But the Buffalo Bisons are the minor league baseball team. There. I think and they're, they're and the, they were also, at the time, when I was there, the minor league hockey team as well. Hockey? Hockey. And then, then they got the Sabres. And uh, my last two years that I was there, the Sabres were there. And the part of and, and it's Do you ever go to ho- professional hockey game? I have been to minor league games. Have I been to? I don't think I've been to. You ever play hockey? I mean, did you? No, I can't stand up on those things. I can't either. (laughs) I I I remember trying to skate once. It was in my twenties. I was single. I said, 
I'll impress the women. Yeah, I'll go up. There. No, I just want to learn how to skate because it looked like fun, right? Well, sure enough, I'm, I'm, I'm up there trying to skate. Here comes a co-ed. She just felt so sorry for me. Boy, this is a good way of finding girls, I thought. Okay, okay. But I was so bruised at the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the night. I was in agony. And I said, I'm not, I could care less about finding, I, I, I'll kill myself. I'll find I, another way to get those co-eds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to the bar instead. <laughs> so, cause that's where everybody went. Right. To cover their bruises. To cover their bruises, yeah. It's dark in there. <laughs> <laughs> so good for Josh McDaniels. And, boy, I think he'll make that team. I mean, they, they did well this year. Now, I, I don't know what's going to happen to their quarterback. Um, Derek Carr, I mean, he's allegedly going, but I think because they went so far under some adverse conditions that he, um, may stay, that Derek Carr would stay and then, and then we'll see what happens. Well, the home team seemed to go into disarray, uh, when John Gruden's yeah. emails came to light mm-hmm. that the coach had to quit. And there was a lot of talk that he was going to sue and they were going to, he was going to come back. Planning to get his job, sue for his job back, and <clears throat> that was just with the things he said. I just don't think he did. No, I don't think so. And you know, this country is based on the the common law, labor law <laughs> of um, um, employed at will. Right. Now he had a contract, and the contract. I'm sure he'll be paid for that. He's going to be paid for doing nothing. I think. I think they. Negotiated it out. Okay, so they negotiated it out. Which he got, so he's got all the money up front. Yeah, man. Now, off-duty misconduct is something that uh, you can get fired for. Yeah. On the other hand, it was completely private email, which the NFL released. Somebody released it. Somebody in the NFL. Yeah, I mean. Because it was an NFL investigation. Yeah. So somebody within the NFL, whether it be the team, that the, 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 what was it, the, is it the, the 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 New England team? Is that the uh, one they were investigating? I I, I don't or know. The all ja- the or, or the Giants or, or or something like that. It anyway. came out. It came out. He mm-hmm. was a analyst on ESPN at the time that the he made these remarks on on uh, in emails. And like I told you, we emails never go away. They no. never go away. No matter how you, if you <clears throat> send it to somebody else, that computer has it. Yeah, and if somebody forwards that, that computer has it forever. Yeah. So I don't know whether they did a forensic analysis of the hard drives to find it, but they found it, and it was very bad. It was very bad, and and given that, I mean, when, when you look at some of the other awful things the NFL has done, like when they took all the tapes of Bill Belichick's Spygate stuff, even going back to his first Super Bowl win when he was expected to lose. Instead of releasing that, they burned all the tapes. They destroyed all the evidence. Now, they didn't have to destroy that, but why did they release it? Is that a question of equivalence? Is it equivalent to say, okay, he may have done some things that were not up and up compared to... You know, racial slurs and 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 derogatory names of uh, gay people. When you, I, when I, you I, purposely I break the rules, which is why I have a trouble well, he, with he that. Had, with that with he, the he got cheese. fined. I mean, he, he. Oh yeah, he got fined, and they lost a, a draft pick. That that really worried the heck out of him. Well, I'm just saying, I I don't know if there's is it equivalent in your mind. I, I just think if you can't if you don't release it on one and actually destroy the evidence. You should Tom Brady stay out of the Hall of Fame because allegedly he deflated a f- the football, but it really never affected the game one way or the other. I mean, well, you know that's the thing about that team. I mean, what, what they did things, little things that weren't right, that were wrong, that they didn't have to do to win. That's right. Did, obviously, did Tom Brady need to do that to win? No, he, he did not. But his balls were at a different inflation rate than the other teams. And their argument was the the footballs, which were somewhat deflated, were handled by the referees, and they really didn't have a problem with it. Because, uh, it, it was maybe off a few pounds per uh, 
it, it made it there, easier but... for him to grip in yeah. the kind of weather situation. Yeah. But the other team's balls were inflated properly yeah. because they have different balls for the both sides. And by doing that, and it wasn't until a guy intercepted one of Brady's passes, he really started complaining. Yeah. That's when they took charge of the footballs. Mm-hmm. And that's when they took the... You, it, it had been, up until that time, it was Tom Brady was one that was fighting for it. The NFL had always handled the balls for both sides. Yeah. And then people started complaining. They said, look, we can take care of ourselves. You don't need to pay this NFL person to do this. And we'll do this. And everything will be cool. And then all of a sudden you had your own people taking care of your own balls. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and the fact well, that, I, and I, the I, fact that he smashed his phone when they asked for it did have a little something well, to okay. add to the mistake. I, I, but is it equivalent to a coach who is coaching 60 or 70 percent of his team uh, African American? They find out it's, that he he made these slurs and 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 other things as well. I I don't know. Obviously, the NFL didn't take kindly to that, and nor right. should they have. And you could say they were private conversations. And who amongst us in private conversations throughout their years? And you have many more years than I have. Uh, I'm so many uh, more. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't said but you so. and I have never done that sort of thing. Had no, conversations uh, at no because uh, we air all of our dirty laundry right here. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm just saying everybody has said something that they regretted all their lives, and but to, to put it out there in in the ether in the internet is something that he sh- should have known better. I, I I don't disagree. And and is one as bad as the other? Uh, and the answer is I can't really tell you because cheating to me. To purposefully cheating is is just as bad as everything else. It's as bad a sin as as what he did. Uh, I disagree. Especially when I you, especially disagree. when you don't have to do that to win. I understand. He did that. not. I mean, because they ran away with that game. I understand. In that. the second half, he continued to do well with properly inflated balls. Yes. So you think John Gruden should be brought back? No, I didn't say that. I don't know because I don't know how he could walk into any NFL locker room no. and and look the guys in the eyes no. and say that, that's not really what I meant. I was just I was just joking with my buddy and uh, and I wasn't even a coach then again. I was just uh, an NFL or ESPN analyst. Well, so no, I don't think he should be rehired. No. Well, I guess it comes down to they felt what. Belichick did. Maybe other teams have done it well. It doesn't rise to the level of of uh, inappropriateness that that Gruden did. So anyway, I, and it was completely inappropriate. I I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying I thought he was going to. I heard he was going to sue. Except he's already settled out. So yeah, I don't know I mean, that he can. Like I said, you're employed. And from what I understand, you, management can be can be fired and, at will. And, and from what I understand, Flores can't really sue either because he's. They have a mediation contract in there. Yeah. Any yeah. mediation clause on it, you know. Yeah. Speaking of mediation, yes. that's what baseball is trying to do. Major League Baseball is trying to do that with their players. Yeah, the medi- mediation and the players and the don't the player work. said no, which is unusual. I, I guess if, I don't know. Usually you come out with something, don't you, when you mediate? Well, no side I, wins, I, I, no I, side wins at all. Well, this is what mediation is. I've used the mediator several times. And... The Federal Mediation and Conciliation Service is there to help both parties who are at stalemate go back and he goes he or she go back and forth to the parties and because let's say personalities <clears throat> have got involved in in when you con- get to that point they're already involved yeah, right uh, are they, they not are, you, right. you so, were there so so the mediator goes to the union and said well can you kind of this is what the employers would like to do. Is there some way you could counter that? And through a whole process. Without medi- everybody the, in the room. Yeah, the, yes. The mediator is the, is the messenger. A neutral messenger. He or she doesn't care how the contract comes out. Believe me. Their job is, if to they get, get an a agreement. sign, if they get an agreement, they're happy. And, uh, 
They are called commissioners, by the way. A federal mediator is the title of their a mediator is a commissioner. And the commissioner uh, is their f- a, a formal title. But the mediator comes in and they try their best to find middle ground. And they're also available, too, for conflicts within organizations and use that. It's, it's, it's probably one of the smallest services within the federal government. They are federal. Employees. Now, if you agree, if the both sides agree to the mediation, do they have to come up with an agreement that no. they agree with? No, no. Okay. There's been many mediation situations that end up in a strike anyway. Which is weird because, especially in this sense, they aren't really that tremendously far apart. They're both dug in. But they're not. The, the, well, they're talking on seem... some very important issues to both sides, which is the arbitration and, and eligibility for arbitration and more money and minimum and, salaries. And, and earlier release. Yeah. Uh, so those are bellwether issues for the players and the owners. The owners don't want to relent, and the, the players want to make some gains. Now, it's not good. It's not good when one side says not even mediation is going to help. Right. And here it is, what, almost the middle of February. Why would they not? The the trucks would have been moving by. Right. Because next, a week from tomorrow, the 16th is when pitchers and catchers are supposed to show up. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. So so why wouldn't the players, who could only benefit by at least moving some talks? They felt that they should still be in direct discussions. It's, but direct discussions they've had haven't been. I understand. Have, have been absolutely nothing. Maybe they just don't feel it's there yet to use a mediator. We, I, I had used a mediator maybe eight or nine times when I was negotiating a contract, and the and the guy around here was a great, great uh, David Thorley was his name, okay. and David would come in, and, and to be honest with you, most come from the labor side. Okay. Yeah, you because. They're union folks who got the opportunity to become uh, mediators. You, you may, I would say 70% of the mediators have come from the, the labor side. Uh, but in the commission of their duty, they have to be neutral. Right. But right. you can talk the lingo with, with David Thorley. I don't know if David's still around, to be honest. Yeah, I know he had health problems many years ago. So, um, you develop a rapport with them because normally they have an area. Right. But they're involved in every type of negotiation. Teachers, grocery store workers, um, teamsters. I mean, no matter what it is, they're available for mediation. Okay. And their job is to try to cut away the personalities and and And, and, and find if they're only effect. meeting with one side or the other to break it down. Their, their, then main, then their main objective is, is to, to get it down to such a core amount of issues, maybe two or three, and, and then, then get them back in the table. Bring them back and the then table. they sit in on that. And and they sit in on it, and they're, they're experienced negotiators, and, and, and try and find a way to, to settle it without a lockout. As the owners are doing, or the uh, or strike, which the players would do. But right now, it's it's doubtful the season will start on time. No, I mean I don't know how they can do it now, and there doesn't seem to be any give and take. And and the and my goodness gracious, they got to do something here. They got to do something. I mean, yeah, because the, 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 the game is the Dolans can't afford to. to play the minor league teams without the major league teams playing no, and and they're baseball's at a crossroads yeah really to, of relevancy and you know people love baseball to a certain extent but you know, there's question. so many of us grew up with that and with the baseball, oh, every, the baseball yeah, yeah, but the, the problem but, is but my sons are kind of at the end of that yeah. route because that's uh more people actually participate in soccer yeah. now than in, in baseball. Yeah, both my boys did play baseball. Yeah. So anyway, we, we we'll have to see. But you know, boy, there's nothing coming out of these talks. Nothing, and and that's a concern. Uh, how Unbelievable, we, isn't it? How are we on time? Did you hear the music? No. Oh, okay. It's very low. <laughs> well, you, you got the microphone. I would know. Yeah, I would. Have, the, I would probably have heard the music if I had my coffee on time. Or, or, or 
if you had turned up your volume just a smidge. No, I hear you. (laughs) I'm not going to have the music over us. Uh, All right. Okay, it's a short one then. Short one. Okay. I wrote a song for a tortilla. Really? Well, it's more of a rap. It's more of a rap. I like that one. (laughs) Burritos to you. All right. That's going to do it. And we'll be back next point. That was a quick hour. And we will blab, blab, blab. We'll see everyone next week on Sports Side. Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Go Bengals.